Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host, Austin Hill. Today, we are in part five of our conversation on feeling stuck. We hope you enjoy. Yeah, it's the being able to take our thoughts captive. Yeah. It's really hard to, to catch racing thoughts. It's much easier to identify them if they're on a piece of paper written out. Yep. I, I, know, I know you said Evernote or your computer, but if you, if you can, to I guess my suggestion is to use a pencil and a paper or a pen and paper uh, the old school way. There is something about getting it onto paper so you can, because taking inventory is just acknowledging what is going on inside me. And it also does not have to be this long-winded thing. It's just like at the root, the rawness, the more raw you can write, the better, because you're able to go back and see something. That's how I was feeling in the moment. And just how we were saying like this motion, this feeling, this stuckness will pass. Writing allows you to go back and reread where you felt stuck, how things improved, your fears, whether they happened or not, how you responded and how things changed. That's the benefit of, um, of writing those things down, which is very, very different. Like if you look back in any type of history, that's why people wrote letters. It's why people um, took a daily inventory, like the Dear Diary stuff. It sounds silly. Like my, my kids make fun of me because I, I literally have a black journal. It's a black, black book that I write in. There's like five or six around my house that I've filled. But it's just like, dear diary, this is how it felt today. Literally, it can be that simple. Like, I am angry today. I am very tired today. I feel worn out today because of this, this, and this. Being able to go back a week or two or the next day and reading what I was feeling in that moment allows me a better perspective on actually how I need to respond. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. no, that's, that's good. the inventory. So, we feel stuck. Um, we feel hopeless. We feel judgmental. We feel dread. There is a way out. We talked about, first of all, slowing down, taking inventory, which is paying attention to what's going on, what our thoughts are. You and I both, sounds like we write, we write out our thoughts. We write out what we're thinking. Thirdly, I think we need to find somebody who can help. Um, you know, this is called the Relational Recovery Podcast. So like, You know, we're, I'm not, I don't think, I don't think the answer is to figure it out and fix it yourself. (laughs) Yeah. It's gotta not work. It's gotta be done in a relational setting. So I think the third thing is you got to find somebody who can help. And, and I think in most, most times, um, it's really somebody who can just ask you good questions, right? A mentor is somebody who's giving you a lot of advice. A coach is somebody who is asking you a lot of questions and getting you to think hard about what you believe. And I think, I think a lot of times whenever we're in a place where we're stuck, um, oftentimes the most helpful people are those that are going to ask us a lot of questions because Mm -hmm. what I've noticed is when, um, especially with addiction, I'd say with everybody, but like with addiction, it does affect your brain so much. And that's why it's considered by by a lot of people to be uh, some, some, some form of a brain disease is it disorders your brain. Hmm. And what happens, it, the same thing happens with, with um, unhealthy and negative thought patterns is you get into this cycle where, where you're just habitually having negative thoughts. And, and oftentimes what we need is somebody to ask us hard questions. And, and what I found is somebody will just be frustrated, upset, 
right? Overwhelmed, um, making poor choices. And you'll ask them a, a question as simple as, and I, and this has happened with me. I don't want to say I'm better. Be asked a question as simple as what's wrong. What problem are you trying to solve? What problem are you trying to solve? And it's so fascinating how more times than not, the response I'll get is, I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. I've just got yeah. the sense that everything's wrong, you know? And maybe, maybe people can name one thing, but like, like, oh, you know, that person didn't show up on time. And it's like, but the, but the overwhelm that that person's experiencing is way bigger than just that person not showing up on time. So what that shows is there's something more going on, but they're just not aware of it. And that's why the first mm. two steps are really important. It's like, got to slow down, got to take inventory, write it out. What's exactly going on? Thirdly, got to have someone who can help walk alongside me and ask me a lot of questions so that I can... yeah. I can try to navigate it, right? Because it's in the it's in the exercise of question question answer that I start to really discover. Oh my gosh, this is this is what's actually going on. This is this is what's happening in me. Mm -hmm. Being able to identify what it is by um, by working through what it's not. Yes, that's why it's really simple. To, that's what the inventory does, and this finding the person that can help is is somebody who listens. Really, they're more listening than advising, because that's first. That person is is helping guide you through owning your stuff, owning being your able, stuff. yeah, being able to identify like this is a this is what the biggest challenge for me is. So the specificity of the question is important. Yes. So like there's a difference between saying what's what's the problem to what is the biggest problem with this for you? Cuz it, it then you can it's it's focused on being self-controlled, not this global problem. Cuz yeah. like we can be angry like here we'll give an example. You can be angry and overwhelmed by addiction and overdose deaths. We can be, uh, or whatever those problems are, whether it's a pharmaceutical problem or a personal choice problem or a mental health problem, like all these lists of things, or it's a com communal problem or a societal problem because we're not doing X, Y, and Z, all these things. But then if we narrow it down with somebody and say, what is the biggest problem here for you? It gets very personal and it's about, I am afraid that my loved one is going to die. That's a lot more specific than just saying I'm overwhelmed by addiction. Yeah. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Relational Recovery Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with part six in our conversation. We'll see you then.